Today, we are going to talk about how Satan stirreth and how God builds and brings light and what that even looks like in our life. So we hope you guys can come on in and we'll learn together. Welcome back to Simple Joyful Home, a Come Follow Me podcast with Emily and Alicia. Week after week, they'll draw inspiration from the reading, leaving you with simple and useful tools to strengthen your confidence, your spirit, and your family. Together, you'll transform the study of religion into a real relationship with Christ. Powerful tools and superstar listeners like you means everyone can have a simple, joyful home. Take it away, ladies. Hey, this is Emily. And this is Alicia. And welcome to our podcast. (laughs) Anyway, we've been giggling. But we are here to study Doctrine and Covenants section 10 and 11, and we are going to focus a lot of our attention in 10. As we read this section, there are a couple of things that really stood out to us. First was the concept that Satan stirs, and it is in a number of verses. Um, in DNC section 10, you will find descriptions of how Satan stirs in verse 20, 22, 24, 32. And that's just the places where it talks about the specific word stir. There are other places in this section where it talks about how Satan tries to, seeks to destroy. He seeks to basically catch a, catch us with our own snare, things like that. But the word stir is what really stuck out to us. So we see the character of Satan here, and we see how he works in relationships. And it, I mean, when we think of stirring, we're usually mixing ingredients, and he is trying to mix us with a particular ingredient, really never a good one. Um, like in verse 20, he talks about stirring, mixing them up or us up into iniquity. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't really want to be mixed with iniquity. No. In verse 22, he it talks about Satan stirring them up or mixing them to lead their souls to destruction. So he's mixing them with attributes or characteristics that lead them away to destruction. And then in 24, it talks about stirring or mixing our hearts up with anger. And I mean, just the visual of that, like toss a little of your heart in, toss a little anger in, and let's stir it all together. When you picture that, in contrast to the way that God works in relationships, and it is so different, and the way that he works in relationships is he builds and brings light. And in this same section, in verses 52, 54, 58, 61, 62, 70, I mean, lots of verses. Yeah, probably even more than that. Yes, that talk about moments where he, he says a specific line that I love, and he says, I do not bring it to destroy that which they have received, but to build it up. And he says that multiple times. I do not do something specific to destroy. So I do not destroy, but I do this to build. Such a stark contrast with what we see with Satan and his desire to stir in those those characteristics that do destroy. They destroy relationships. They destroy faith. They destroy confidence. They destroy our relationship with Christ, where God is really just trying to to take what we have, whatever that may be, whatever journey you've walked, whatever mistakes you've made, 
he says, you know what? Like, let's work together, repent, and I will build on, I can give you a solid foundation with whatever you bring to me. So we just got to work together on it. Use the power of repentance. Help me give you a strong foundation and we can build. Yeah, I love the thought of he takes us where we are just to add to things. And when I was thinking about this, I thought, how does this like really apply to my life? Has there been some time in my life where I've felt like he has just added something? He's taking me where I am and just added something. And the biggest thing that I like, I guess, prominent moment in my life was probably when I was just about ready to hold my oldest son in my arms. You know, right when he was born, I was brand new mother, had no idea what I was doing. And Heavenly Father just taking me right where I was and giving me something that would potentially change my life for the better and and really just exceed my expectations of what my life could be. And, you know, there were moments where I thought, there's no way, like, how can I, how can I do this? I remember a particular day four, day four max. And if you've had a baby, you know, day four is about when all emotions start hitting you <laughs> anyway, but I, I didn't know what he wanted. He was crying. I, I didn't know what to do. And I remember getting on my knees and just praying like my entire soul out and it was <laughs> And I just didn't know what to do. And I got up and um, my mom happened to be staying with us. And so she had taken him to just take him out of the room. And all of a sudden he had stopped crying and she walks in and I'm like, what, what happened? What, how did you get him to stop? And she said, I think he was just cold. And she had just wrapped him up in a blanket and he had fallen fast asleep. And I thought, wow, she is so smart. (laughs) like she's so wise beyond her years and as I like had more children I realized like how much I had grown because by the time I had my fifth one I was so excited for those moments because I'm like babies were my jam I just loved them I loved taking care of babies they were so simple and but now I'm reaching a different stage of motherhood where Heavenly Father's taking me where I am. And I really think that he's building me. So, you know, we're reaching the age of, you know, teenagerhood where a lot of fear and anxiety can be built up in parents, like letting go and trusting them. And, but you know, when to step in, when to not, when to just, I don't know. Anyway, it's a lot of that. And I'm just trusting that he's taking me where I am to help me build me. So, and our family. And, you know, as we think about it, even just in our day and day, like life, like we have moments all the time where God just takes us and wants us to build. And we build all, like we build more often than we don't. So Emily brings up such a good point. We were talking before we started recording and we were chatting about a moment I had earlier with my daughter um, today, just today, because before we began, we thought our tool is going to be, um, you get to choose whether you whether you build relationships like Satan does and you stir stir people to anger and you you combine them up with like things that lead them away into destruction, things like that. It sounds overdramatic, but that's kind of what we yeah, do. Just when a we, bunch of negative. Yeah, when we're all up in each other's business. Yep, and so stirring the negative. We we thought, oh, that will be our our tool. We'll choose. Do you want to stir or do you want to build and bring light? And then it talked about the story. We were cleaning up trains today. There are constantly trains and tracks in my house, like for days and days, because we have to come upon an agreement 
that once they set up this big, elaborate train village thing all over <laughs> my entire living room and mostly into the kitchen dining area, um, that they say, mom, we put in so much work, like it took so much effort and they're pretending like all day long with it for multiple days. And so we have to come to an agreement. Okay. So in two more days, we're going to take it down. And then we put it all away and we have to prep for the putting away for like days. And so today they, we had moved it from upstairs and then they had rebuilt one downstairs today. There was no prep because we were recording and the track was literally on the stairs with trains all over the basement floor, all over into the gym. Like it was like, it was everywhere. And I said, Emily's going to die. Like she's literally going to fall down the stairs. Ye of little faith. And die. I navigate toys all the time. <laughs> and so, and so my husband was cleaning it all up. Seth's cleaning it up. And, and then the kids hear him because he thought they're busy. I'll do it while they're busy. It's okay. They'll be fine. They won't notice. Ha ha ha. He's down here cleaning up. They can hear clanking train tracks. So they stop whatever they're doing. They rush down the stairs. Dad, dad. Dad, there's tears and there is like what are you doing we spent so much time and it's amazing and we're still playing with that and we combine tracks with other kinds of toys and it's just the coolest thing ever and he's like guys we can't leave this out forever it's meant to be rebuilt it'll be fine and so Lincoln finally finds his moment of peace and he goes upstairs finishes his stuff and Emma is sitting at the top of the stairs she and she had been downstairs and I had asked her to take her boots up and we had done other things. We finished cleaning. I'm like, Emma, your boots are still here. You still need to clean up your boots. And so I take them upstairs to hand them to her. And then I, I have my serious face on. Not angry, just serious. Like, <laughs> you got to put these away. I asked like four times. And then she just burst into tears. Like, complete, like, utter crushed her soul tears. And then Seth that happens to me often. Seth, who is an amazing dad and rarely ever, ever like loses it. He says, Emma, are you hurt? And she's like, No, I'm not. And he says, then either stop crying or go to your room. <laughs> and I mean he's he's like, this is just this is not working for me. And so she she takes her her crying self to her room and she's in there for literally less than a minute. And normally I, I would follow her in. We sit there together until they're done crying or, or having their moment. And then, and then we just have that moment together and then they know they're not alone. And then we just talk about it. They're usually open to talking about it. But this time I'm like, yeah, let me know when you're done. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> Apparently, there was some tension in our house. So she Alicia, comes out. were you stirring? Apparently. <laughs> yes, I think I may have. Like less than a minute later, she comes out. She's still crying and her arms are open like super wide, like trying to like reach for me for a hug. Like, <laughs> she's just crying while she like comes. And I'm like in that moment where I see her like reaching for a hug. She's not angry. She's not upset. She's just, she just wants this hug like, mom just mine so sorry and I just I love you and she's not saying that but in her actions in her open arms in her running to me she just 
had so much love. And it was in that moment that I was like, oh, wow. That was a self-check moment. Yeah. I was like, this is so silly. It's really okay. Like, come over here. Let's snuggle. Let's cuddle. Like, you're the best. (laughs) I'm sorry that I didn't bring light and listen to you. Because at the top of the stairs, she was trying to tell me something. I'm like, put your stink of boots away. (laughs) I didn't listen to her at all. And I thought in that moment, I chose to stir instead of build and bring light. It would have taken less than a minute to listen to her. And it took a whole lot more time for the the hurt feelings and the room and then the recovery and then the restoration of the relationship. It just took way more time. And not that that didn't build us, but it's still... I maybe could have done a little better. And then Emily says to me, so we're talking about this story to illustrate that you can choose to stir or build. And Emily's like, how come we don't realize when we are doing good building until we're actually stirring? It's, okay. <laughs> that is a legitimate question because I think we, okay, that is like, earth shattering. Oh, it's not that earth shattering. It actually is. Because how often do we focus on the parts where we stirred and eventually came to the building when I would say 80% of the time we spend building? Probably more. But we don't give ourselves, those parts don't stick out to us as much. No. Because it is, building is the foundation of what we do at home. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for that. So let's flip this whole podcast right on its head. This whole episode was supposed to be about choosing to build, like you can choose to build or stir. Right. And instead, it's all about finding the moments you're building, giving yourself credit for those because... They are so unrecognized. Yeah. Today's tool is not about choosing to stir or to build. Today's tool is about looking for the moments that you build. Because those are the moments we overlook. And Satan wants us to focus on the moments we get to choose between stirring and building. And we maybe, maybe chose to stir. He wants us to focus on the moments we have to correct. Because he's, if we're focused on the stirring, we're not focused on all the building and the light that we've brought to our home. Yeah. And that building and light, I think, is contagious. And he knows that. If he sees us doing it, he sees it growing and continuing and the benefits of it. Well, yeah. And even when we do tend to stir or whatever, we have those moments like, like our children, like Emma, like being willing to hug. And even tonight I did some major stirring after a heated foosball game. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I love that. And, and there was a moment where I was like frustrated and, um, getting ready to come over and, and my little boy Clark just was sitting there looking at me waiting for me to look at him. And I looked at him and he's like held his arms open as well. And just said, thanks for being on my team, mom. And I was like, Oh, well that was pretty fun. Anyway. So they're just so forgiving and there's always opportunities that are building and and they help build as well. Like Mm -hmm. our whole family helps build good moments that help us be better and and reach the potential that God has for us. That's why he's given us. That's why he's adding to us all the time. He's never tearing us down. So this week, we're hoping we can follow the example of the children in our lives and of the Savior. And that is to look for those moments where we are building and bringing light. 
highlight those moments and highlight the moments of those in your family that are building and bringing light. Like when Emma comes to me or Clark comes to Emily and they're just opening their arms for that embrace, that love, recognizing that as a building moment and a light, a light filled moment, something that has brought light to you and your home. It's so helpful to say it out loud. Like, thank you so much. That just like built me up today. It helped me feel your love today. I really like that because if we can recognize it in others, it's a lot easier to recognize it in ourselves. Alicia taught me that earlier tonight. And it's a a good practice to have, um, to help us not be so critical when we do have stirring moments, when we can see others and build them up really internally, we're doing it to ourselves and it becomes easier over time. It's not something that just flips a switch, you know? Yeah. It's hard to notice those moments sometimes. And, but when we practice it, we get better at it. It's true. And the more you see it in others and yourself, the more you'll see it in God in your life, him building you. And you'll start to see those moments that seem stirring where you can find the build. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> so we because you- isn't it in the stirring moments that yeah. God really He is just building us in those moments. Well, and I think in those stirring moments where Satan is trying, then there's as much opportunity for us to be built. Yeah, built. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys, and learning along with us. We hope you guys recognize those moments of building and light. And we're hope to see you guys here next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. In fact, there's a lot of you listening lately and we just love it. And we're welcome you here. We're so glad you're here with us as we study the Doctrine and Covenants. One of the things we love here are tools and a tool that you will find that helps you the most in really building yourself, building your family, really applying the scriptures is sharing what you've learned So if you learned something this week about yourself, about your relationships, about your relationship with God, the scriptures, then come share it with us so that we can learn from you and you can just really put that, instill that in your heart. So we would love to see you over at Simple Joyful Home. Yep, We're on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook. See you there. Okay. Bye guys. Oh, yeah, because then at the end of the day, you're like, man, I lost it. I lost it at the end of the day. But if you thought about like, (laughs) I just made everyone an individual egg McMuffin (laughs) right up until that foosball game. And they were all happy, just groaning inside with pure amazement because I make a mean egg McMuffin, by the way. Anyway, that is so dumb. Anyway, but you know what I mean? It is delicious. Oh, I have one for you. You do? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want one. You cannot speak of delicious food and not share. It is so good. Yeah. It involves a laughing cow cheese. Have you had one of those? Yeah. Okay. So you put that on your English muffin. Okay. Okay. Then you have your ham and you have your egg. But then you put a little bit. It's like moving. <laughs> then you put a little bit of jam on it. Jam? Yes. Don't diss it until, no, you can't. It is so delicious. It was, Steve was skeptical and I made him one tonight and he loved it. He did? Yes. Oh, Steve.
gone to the other side. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just <laughs> talked about how I'm like a food. I'm turning into this foodie. Like when it's you like are. these like combinations mm. of flavors are just meant to be together. 